Welcome to Introverts Own Your Voice. I'm Tom Marku. And I'm Johanna McLeod. Our episode today focuses on being effective as an introvert when you're networking. I wrote a book on this called Relax Your Way Networking. In fact, I was invited to guide people at a conference on this topic, Relax Your Way Networking. And it builds on a concept that being an introvert is not about being shy. You can be an introvert and shy, and that'd be double trouble. Mm. But being an introvert is about energy. Mm -hmm. So I call it the three R's of Relax Your Way Networking, which is rev up before the event, Mm. recharge during the event, and recover after the event. Mm -hmm. You see, if you know you're going to recover after the event, then that kind of alerts your whole subconscious mind, your whole body, your whole system to know that, yes, this is going to cost you. And that's the big thing about introverts. Being among people costs us energy. And sometimes we really don't like it. I know I went to a gathering this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was wandering around and I just, I didn't know how to approach people to walk up to a group. Great question. So here's a situation that I endured some years ago. I see these people. Mm -hmm. There are four people there. They're having a conversation. It really, I get the sense that I really should be talking to these people. I mean, why am I at a networking event? It's Mm -hmm. for getting clients, for making contacts. And it was literally a networking event. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a Chamber of Commerce thing. We're there Mm -hmm. to network. So I had in my hand a glass with water in it. I walk up straight towards this group because I used to, because I have introvert going on and I also had shy going on. Mm -hmm. I used to kind of be like taking this really circuitous route. I was almost like a satellite trying to get to a particular group. And I realized, what would a confident person do? A confident person would walk just straight line, straight to the people. Oh, okay. I didn't feel confident, but I decided to adopt the behavior Mm. of a confident person. Mm -hmm. So I walked straight up to these people. I didn't walk fast, so they didn't think like I was going to be like a meteor that's going to strike (laughs) them. But I walked up to them at a good, just confident pace. And just when I got with an earshot... This guy who was holding court, the guy who was talking said, this is a private conversation. Oh, my. I felt like the only thing to do was to melt and die. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. I felt so bad. I felt like the idea of, I don't know why this is happening, but I'm, I'm thinking about an old film called Dirty Dancing. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts Tom Marku in the corner. <laughs> I felt put into the corner. Mm-hmm. I really felt deflated, shot down, massacred, hurt. It really got to me. Mm-hmm. And this is probably what we're afraid of, or on a subconscious survival level in the subconscious mind, mm-hmm. is that, is that going to happen to us? Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is what I improvised in the moment. So here's what to do in that extreme situation. What I did was I said, that's what I need to know. So you realize this person said, this is a private conversation. What they're implying is you're an idiot for walking up to him. So what I did was I said, that's what I need to know. And I turned on my heel and I just walked away. Wow, you're braver than (laughs) I am. (laughs) Well, I would have fallen apart just like you did. Well, in in feeling. Yes. You see, but on the outside, and this is the thing that an introvert can do. You think it through 
how to handle the worst situation. I just expressed to you one of the worst situations and I lived through it. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that's literally true. The person says, this is a private conversation. Mm -hmm. And I replied, that's what I need to know. And then I just turned on my heel and I walked away because, you know, there, that has never happened again. Mm -hmm. The worst thing doesn't happen every time or all the time. Mm -hmm. But if you are ready for the worst thing, you're in really good shape. I say being prepared for the worst often gets you the best. Mm. Share that again. Being prepared for the worst often gets you the best. Mm -hmm. So the idea is with networking, and I'm so glad to be talking about this with our audience this time and with you, Joanna, mm -hmm. is that networking is absolutely crucial for getting clients, for making contacts, making alliances, for being seen where you need to be seen mm -hmm. so that you can really move your business forward, mm -hmm. for getting opportunities to meet people so that you have a way in if you need to find another job. Mm -hmm. This is all crucial. That's why I wrote the book, Relax Your Way Networking, mm -hmm. is because we introverts, we need to be more strategic mm -hmm. about the whole thing. Now, so the idea that we're talking about here is if the worst situation is that someone's gonna insult you and they're gonna say, this is a private conversation, you now have a tool. Mm -hmm. That's why I need to know. Turn on your heel, just walk away wow. and just go on. So if you're ready for the worst, you can handle the other thing. Okay. So you've gotten me into this conversation. How do I extricate myself from a sticky situation? That's another thing that's kind of hard on us introverts, why it's tough to go to a networking event because we're dreading getting into one of those situations. And you're probably, no matter what, going to end up in a thing where you've feel like I, I have no connection with this person mm -hmm. or this person is, there are different possibilities. The person could be strange. Mm -hmm. The person could be a blowhard, you know, mm -hmm. someone who is just so ego focused mm -hmm. that it's just painful to be around them. There are ways to work this out. Mm -hmm. Now, many years ago, one of my first mentors, her name was Dottie Waters. She taught me a technique. Now, Dottie Waters was kind of the grand lady of the speaking industry. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to leap forward in the speaking industry because I learned directly from her. And mm -hmm. one thing I learned was if someone is just so egocentric and they just talk, 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 talk. Mm -hmm. It's happened to me where I've joined a group and I'm talking with that egocentric, very overwhelming talker. Mm -hmm. And next thing I know, the other people have left. <laughs> They've abandoned ship. That's right, because the person had fresh meat. Mm -hmm. They had a, a new victim. Mm -hmm. So this is what you do. You might have to interrupt the person so that you can get out of there, mm -hmm. but still do it with grace. And so what Dottie taught me was this. What you do is you say, oh, that tells me something about you. That'll get an egocentric person to pause. Uh -huh. They want to know. Mm -hmm. And so then you just pick something. You might say, oh, that tells me something about you. You're so good with details. Mm -hmm. Oh, that tells me something about you. You really care a lot about what happens in this industry. Mm -hmm. Oh, that tells me something about you. You are really a leader. I can hear what you've been telling me about how you handle those situations. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I promised some people back at the office that I would mingle. So it's been great talking with you. Have a great evening. Oh. You see, and that's uh -huh. how you get out of it. Uh -huh. You see, now the way you do it is you say, I promise somebody, even mm -hmm. if you own your mm -hmm. own business, who did you promise back at the office? Your spouse, your children, mm -hmm. anyone who loves you and <laughs> wants you to get out of this terrible situation, right? So you say, oh, I promised some people back at the office that I would mingle. 
So it's been great talking with you. Hey, have a great evening. And then you get out. Mm -hmm. And by the way, while you say that, retreat. Mm -hmm. Actually let your feet back you away <laughs> so you can get away from this person. But it's really, really helpful. And during workshops, during speeches, I actually have people practice things like this. Mm. Because it's not just powerful to hear this. Actually practicing this is what's important. I teach a workshop called Pitch with Extreme Confidence. And I actually have people practice how to do that. Mm -hmm. Like I'll have people in groups of three and then the person gets to practice what they're doing with two people as their mini audience. The idea is practice. And my focus and people who listen to our broadcast will re recognize this is that I tend to focus on words, strategy, and rehearsal. So here's the thing for an introvert. Now you know how to deal with the worst situation, mm -hmm. somebody being massively rude, you don't have to deal with that, rehearse it. Mm -hmm. Now you know how to deal with extricating yourself mm -hmm. from an awful situation with maybe someone who's massively egocentric or they mm -hmm. just feel it that you really don't want to stay connected to them. Mm -hmm. The point is, if you don't really want to stay connected with someone, don't start the process of trying to exchange business cards because... Which gives me to my third question. Yes. Let's say this person checks out and you guys are really into each other's work. Mm -hmm. How do you exchange a business card? Well, don't offer your card first is what I suggest. It just depends on your style. Mm -hmm. The idea is that some people think that they win. It's a game. It's if they disperse 20 to 30 business cards, I win. Mm -hmm. No, those business cards will get lost. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Or the person will notice how you've been running around and not really having real conversations. Mm -hmm. And so they'll just, they'll toss the, the card away. They won't even lose it. They'll just toss it away because, oh, this is somebody who thinks they're a smooth operator mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they're actually shallow and they're too much a mercenary in terms of how they go try to use people and stuff. Mm -hmm. So what you do instead is have a great conversation. And so what I do at an event is that I'll think I'll give myself a goal. Like I'm going to have five great conversations mm -hmm. and I'm going to share contact information with four people, something like that. Or mm -hmm. I'll have 10 great conversations and share information with about four people. Now at a recent conference, I had great conversations with a number of people. And I actually got the contact information over a couple of days of 65 people. It really doesn't matter how many business cards you give out. Yes. Because people will lose them. Mm. And a lot of business cards end up in drawers and mm -hmm. people don't follow up. It's more important for you to get their contact information. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share information about how to do that. Oh. One thing is to say, oh, it's been really great talking with you. You know, it'd be good to stay in contact. So do you have a card? Ah, okay. So you ask them for the card. And this is what blows my mind. At a certain point, you're at a networking event, a mm -hmm. conference, and 70% of the people say, oh, I, I gave up my last card, or I don't have my cards, or whatever. Mm -hmm. so that's okay. And you have a notebook in your pocket, and you say, I'll make you a card. So are you at Gmail? Mm -hmm. Now there is all kinds of strategy in this. Remember, word strategy and rehearsal. Mm -hmm. And I've learned this over the years, and I've made some really great connections with people. And the idea here is I ask, are they at Gmail? Because then I'm not being intrusive mm -hmm. and they may have a particular email that they use for different types of interactions mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. But usually they just give me their business email address and mm -hmm. they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people actually say, oh, and let me give you my phone number too. It's also important too, particularly 
in certain situations in certain places where if you're talking with someone who's a different gender mm -hmm. and it seems like it might be an awkward thing about maybe it's like someone is trying to not just move forward with business but it looks like it might be a romantic thing and you don't mm -hmm. want that to look yeah. like that mm -hmm. what you do is just ask for an email mm -hmm. you're not asking for the phone number and that kind of thing mm -hmm. so it, it's an important detail that you let them know why mm -hmm you want to stay in contact. You say, it's been great talking with you. I'm really glad that we got to talk about the one, two, three subject mm -hmm. and it'd be great to continue. Do you have a card? Mm -hmm. See, so that's how you make it happen. And what counts is that you get their contact information, not that you hand out your business card. Uh. And if you really want to take it to finishing your homework and mm -hmm. finishing what you need to do is before that night is done, send them an email message mm -hmm. so that you don't lose track of them and you don't have to worry about the card although what I do is often I take the cards and I, I group them in a particular event because mm -hmm. that's how I remember how I met somebody mm -hmm. another thing I want to say about business cards is that often it's really great not to write on the business card particularly if you're working with Asian folks mm -hmm. because the business card itself is representing their company Oh. So writing on the business card is like writing on that person's face. Oh, wow. So don't do that. What I do is I have a notebook and then what I do is I write on a separate piece of paper and then I put that little piece of paper from the notebook around the business card mm -hmm. and then put it into my special pocket, let's mm. say like my suit, a certain mm -hmm. designated pocket. But because that piece of paper is around the business card, then I know my notes will go on there. Mm. And by the way, if someone tells you something important, don't be afraid to write notes. It makes them feel good because mm -hmm. they know that you are capturing whatever help they're trying to give you. Like they mm -hmm. said, oh, you really need to go to such and such website. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, that's terrific. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. And then I pull out my little notebook and then I write in it. And mm -hmm. then I might take the, the sheet off and then wrap it around their business card and then put it in my pocket. And people often comment, hey, you're really good at this. <laughs> well, the thing is- Sounds is, like it. Well, thank you. But I, I say to them, I said, well, this is important. You know, you really shared something important with me and I just want to make sure that I have it. Mm -hmm. The other thing too, though, that introverts can get into a, a difficulty is what do you say? Mm -hmm. And what do you do when something gets awkward mm -hmm. or silence happens and nobody knows what to talk about? Depending on what event, who's there, if it's a mix, if everyone's an engineer, then it's easier. If everyone's in PR, it's easier because you, you know that everyone is focused on a particular topic or industry, mm -hmm. thing like that. Now, here are some things you can say. If you run out of things to say completely, you can say, so what are you looking forward to? Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of times people get stuck. Well, you mean in, in business or a vacation? They say, yeah, whatever you prefer to mm -hmm. talk about. Mm -hmm. If they start talking about a business detail, great. If they start talking about vacation, even better. Mm -hmm. Or if they start talking about a hobby. So sometimes what I'll do, particularly if it's like a gathering, that I'll just say, well, you know, tell me about something like a, maybe a hobby or, mm -hmm. or something like that. And then, we get people talking about what they like. See, I really learned that for an introvert, you think things through, you think about your questions first, you, you practice, rehearse, mm -hmm. and it's a, really about not impressing people. It's really about being impressed with the person mm -hmm. and helping them have a great time because you're a great listener. By the way, you're an introvert. You are most likely a great listener. Mm -hmm. So use that introvert advantage. Mm -hmm when you make people feel so glad they talked with you. Mm -hmm. Now, sure, you may want to sprinkle in a couple of things, but I don't get around to talking about what I do until very 
later in the conversation mm -hmm. because I'm going to be there with the person for a bit mm -hmm. and I know how to end it when it's appropriate and I know how to get the business card everything we talked about so I mm -hmm. really suggest that anyone listening to this I suggest that you listen to this again take mm -hmm. some notes mm -hmm. do some mm -hmm. rehearsing or even connect with me to perhaps be your spoken word strategist mm -hmm. your executive coach so Joanna what are you going to take from our conversation I really enjoyed the story of when you were going up to the group of people and mm -hmm. he said, this is a private conversation. And I like that reaction that you gave and, mm -hmm. and how it's actually a good way to get out of something like that. Right. And if you have it, if you know that you say, oh, that's what I need to know. Mm -hmm. And you turn and walk away. Mm -hmm. We'd like to share that we have an online class called the Introverts Formula to Get Clients. The next class with some space still available is in January 2019. So if you want to pre-enroll, you can go to getthebigyes.com and click on the contact and send us a message. Once again, that's getthebigyes.com. We're glad that you heard this broadcast and we invite you to click to subscribe. And then you'll be supporting me and Joanna and our message. And so now remember, introverts can show their best self with strategy. I'm Johanna McLeod. I'm Tom Marcoux. Thank you. Be well. Bye.